slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad to be with you here as we talk all things Islanders hockey. Lots to get to on today's show. Obviously, the big game tonight against the Rangers at the Coliseum. We have a full preview of that. Plus, we're going to look at Kyle Palmieri, Travis Zajac, and talk about where they may fit in. Uh, best, because obviously the two of them are struggling since they've joined the New York Islanders. We will break that down. We also have our Islanders birthday of the day, and it is a very popular enforcer in Islanders history, so we'll uh, wish him a happy birthday and look back at one of his better games as an Islander, and we've got a whole lot more as well. If there's something Islanders-related that's on your mind, you've got a topic you'd like us to talk about, a question a comment about something we've already done, please feel free to email the show, the email address, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I live tweet during nearly every Islanders game. So uh, if you're looking for instant insight and analysis, or just want to converse a little bit during the game about your thoughts, uh, always happy to talk to Islander fans during the games. So check that out for sure. One uh, piece of good news, and it is timely good news. So let's start with that. The New York Islanders should be getting more fans in the stands come playoff time. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced yesterday that the capacity for large indoor indoor arenas in New York State will increase from 10% to 25% starting May 19th. Now, the Islanders... uh, Just to give you an idea of the timing of this, the regular season ends uh, May 10th, and so nine days after that, the capacity goes up. What that means is that other than maybe the first two playoff games, maybe three at home at the Coliseum, depending obviously on where the Islanders finish in the standings, Uh, that will mean that instead of having 1,300, 1,400 fans, they may have 3,500 or 4,000 people uh, available in the building 
during the playoff run after May 19th. And obviously, it, it is contingent on the Islanders continuing in the playoffs. But what this does is twofold. Number one, obviously, adds to the atmosphere, makes things louder uh, at the Coliseum, gives the Islanders more of a home ice advantage. And as all Islander fans know, this season they have been absolutely outstanding at home, even without fans or with just a few fans being able to attend. And the other thing is this, uh, if this is indeed the Islanders' final farewell to playing in Uniondale at the Nassau Coliseum, more fans will get the opportunity to say their goodbyes uh, to the old barn, uh, obviously now the renovated old barn, but obviously good for the community to uh, have more fans in attendance and to get a chance to say goodbye, obviously, to the Coliseum. So it's about an extra 2,000 fans uh, when all is said and done. So it'll be about 3,400 people uh, able to attend Islanders games once the increase takes effect. And we're one month away from that, which also tells you how close we are to the end of this NHL season. And man, the season just goes by so quickly. And it's amazing that it, it it's like the blink of an eye and the season ends. But good news there on the capacity coming down the stretch for attendance at Islanders home games. As far as Josh Bailey and Cal Clutterbuck is concerned, the update that we got from head coach Barry Trotz is this. Uh, the quote is, he would say that they are more day-to-day than week-to-week. What does that mean? You got to try to read between the lines. Obviously, you know, the Islanders haven't even disclosed what the injuries are for either one of these rather important players uh, who have missed the last two games, but I think it probably means we don't see them tonight against the Rangers. Now, obviously, check back with us on Twitter. We will give you updates with regard to that, but uh, it may mean to me that by the end of this week, you know, there's another game Thursday, and then you go to the weekend. Thursday, a greater possibility. Saturday, probably uh, an even better chance that one or both of those players is once again available and in the lineup. And then the question becomes, where do you play everybody? Because the Islanders right now have a glut of forwards available. And it seems to me that you want to get Bailey back into the lineup. You definitely want to get Clutterbuck back and reunite the identity line, the, the best fourth line in hockey, but then it becomes a question of who do you sit, and, you know, do you sit Michael Dalcole, who has been playing a little better, but is limited as to what he can contribute offensively? Does Uncle Leo sit again? Uh, although he seemed to fit in fairly well at times again on that first line. Uh, 
do you sit Travis Zajac even, who has not been all that productive? These are all questions that the Islanders and Barry Trotz will have to answer once Bailey and Clutterbuck return. Hopefully, again, that isn't all that far away. All right, we've got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We'll talk a little bit more about where Travis Zajac and Kyle Palmieri may best fit in in this Islanders lineup, because obviously the adjustment period for these two players has been slower than they and the Islanders and their fans would all like it to be. It's a key as the Islanders head down the stretch. We'll have that. We will certainly have our Islanders birthday of the day and a preview of tonight's game against the Rangers. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on his or her computer, choosing only the brand and warehouse, uh, that his warehouse or her warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home, and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And they've got everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Today's episode is also brought to you by 1010. It's a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs, at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, and they're rings that are sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. They're ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and it's fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. It won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Islander fans, the Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL Draft from all angles. Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast presented by Odyssey. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news. And stay tuned for more info about our live NFL draft coverage. So, Kyle Palmieri, Travis Zajac, since they've joined the Islanders, the team really hasn't played Islander-style hockey except for a few, maybe a period here and there. And over the last six games, yes, the Islanders have won three of them, but 
they really haven't played well at all. And you'll remember they had a similar situation last year with uh, J.G. Pajot. Pajot was here, and he had a great first two games with the Islanders. Had a goal in his first two games, got into a fight in his first game, which was against the Rangers. And it looked like, hey, wow, we, we've got the guy we need. Everything is great. The last five games of the season before the COVID pandemic shut down everything for a few months, Pajot did nothing. And quite honestly, it, it needs to be fixed. Uh, you know, by the time the playoffs came around, Pajot was a big contributor. He played well. He was comfortable. He learned the system and was ready to go. Well, uh, we need a similar reaction from Palmieri and Zajac. Palmieri, one goal, and it came on the power play uh, since he's come over and joined the Islanders now, he has been getting his chances. He had three good scoring opportunities against Philadelphia, but they did not go in. And Palmieri doesn't have any other points besides the one power play goal, and in fact hasn't even been on the ice for another Islanders goal during the time that he's been with the team. So they need more from Palmieri. And I think that, first of all, with Josh Bailey out of the lineup, you can throw Pajot and Palmieri on one line. And, you know, that really would work. I think Pajot centering Palmieri and Wallstrom might work and give the Islanders a little something. The other alternative in my mind is to possibly throw uh, Palmieri up on that line along with the, uh, you know, Eberly and Barzal, which, you know, may give the Islanders a little more finesse, but doesn't really add that other element that this team really needs, and that is someone with a little size and a little grit on that top line. Now, as for Travis Zajac, Zajac really hasn't been doing much, and Zajac is one of those guys who, you know, he can play every, anywhere. We've already seen him on the first line uh, for a couple of days with, uh, with Barzal and Eberle. We've seen him subbing for Clutterbuck on the fourth line uh, on a number of uh, occasions since Clutterbuck went down with that injury. And that may work, but... At the end of the day, right now, I think Zajac probably is best off either on the second or third line uh, once Clutterbuck returns to the lineup. And, you know, the possibility also is you may want to sit Zajac for a game or two and let him learn the system. One of the reasons I think that Islanders players struggle when they first join this team at the trade deadline. The Barry Trotz system that the Islanders play is very disciplined, very precise, requires a lot of hard work, and it requires a lot of chemistry. And chemistry doesn't just happen overnight. 
it almost has to be automatic in order to make it work. And that takes time. So as I discussed on yesterday's show, it is far too soon to panic when you look at the lack of production that Zajac and Palmieri have given you so far. It is way too soon to say, oh no, this team is in trouble. This is a terrible trade. No, no. This trade will be judged on how much it contributes to a long playoff run for the New York Islanders. If the Islanders go out of the playoffs in in the first round, this trade obviously was not a success. If the Islanders go back to the conference final or the Stanley Cup final or win that long-awaited fifth Stanley Cup, this was the greatest deal since the acquisition of Butch Goring. So, obviously, these are all things that need to be taken into consideration, and the Islanders need to figure out exactly what it is they're going to do to integrate these players into the lineup, to find a place where their skills can best be utilized. And look, Zajac's good on faceoffs. He's good on the penalty kill. These are important roles. Palmieri, you know, has the shooting ability. And maybe you plug him in possibly on the second line and let Josh Bailey take his time coming back from his injury because Bailey has been struggling for most of this season. There are a lot of possibilities. But at the end of the day, Barry Trotz needs to figure this out as quickly as possible and get everybody comfortable with their new roles because that's how this team is going to start winning hockey games consistently. All right, when we come back, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a full preview of tonight's game at the Coliseum against the New York Rangers. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The football season may be over, but the NBA and NHL are entering the home stretch for the playoff drive. You've got Major League Baseball fully underway, and the NFL draft is just around the corner. And Bet Online even covers things like awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real, they'll give you real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. So if you put $100 into your account, they'll add $50 to your account absolutely free with that promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Locked On and Odyssey, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Brian Baldinger, our local experts for every team, making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. A very popular former Islander is our subject today. It is a very happy 46th birthday 
for former Islanders winger and enforcer Steve Webb. The Peterborough, Ontario native was drafted in the seventh round of the 1994 draft by the Buffalo Sabres, but he made his NHL debut for the Islanders back in 1996-97. Stayed with the Isles through 2002-2003, then had a cup of coffee with Pittsburgh and came back to the Islanders uh, for five games in the 2003-2004 season. Played 321 career NHL games, five goals, 18 points, and yes, 532 penalty minutes. Add 14 postseason games for the Islanders as well. We're going to go back and look at one of Mr. Webb's best games with the Islanders. January 22nd, 1997. Yes, Fisherman Jersey era. Islanders hosting the Edmonton Oilers in this one. It is Curtis Joseph in goal for Edmonton. The Islanders counter with Eric Fischel, and the Islanders get on the board first. Brian McCabe is seventh from Brian Smolinski and Ziggy Palfi. And 18:53, one nothing Islanders after one in the second period. The Oilers get a power play goal to even things up. Andre Kovalenko is 23rd. The assist to future Islander captain and coach Doug Waite and Jason Arnott. It's a 1-1 game. But then the Islanders take control. First, two goals by Derek King, two minutes and five seconds apart. The first one from Marty McGinnis and Brian McCabe. The second one assisted by Travis Green. 3-1 Islanders, then Ziggy Palfi is 27th from Brian Smolinski and Brian Berard. And at the end of two periods, the Islanders had a 4-1 lead. The Islanders pour it on in the third period. Marty McGinnis scores his 14th, then Derek Armstrong, his 4th from Brent Hughes. Paul Cruz, his 5th from Steve Webb and Brian Smolinski. And then on the power play, Steve Webb the first goal of his NHL career, Doug Huda and Derek Armstrong with the helpers at 16:44. Islanders skate away with an 8-1 win over the Edmonton Oilers. They chased Curtis Joseph. Bob Essenza gave up the last three goals for Edmonton, and they held Edmonton to just 17 shots. Eric Fischel only had to make 16 saves to earn the victory for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Steve Webb, one goal, one assist on two shots, and that was the first goal of his NHL career. Had the goal, had the assist, but did not get a fight. So no Gordie Howe hat trick uh, on this particular occasion, but what a great game uh, for Steve Webb. He did take a two-minute slashing penalty late in the game, but no fight. So no Gordie Howe hat trick, but a great performance and certainly uh, a memorable moment for Webb, who was a good, tough guy, great teammate, and a good Islander for quite a number of years. Meanwhile, tonight, Rangers and Islanders at the Coliseum. Big game. The Rangers Starting to play some good hockey lately, and Islander fans have to be concerned. Right now, the Rangers are eight points behind the Islanders uh, in the standings, ten points behind first place Washington, but only four points behind Boston in the race for that fourth and final playoff spot. But of course, the Bruins have two games in hand. The penalty kill 
for the Rangers, ranked third in the league right now at 85.1% effectiveness. That doesn't bode well for the Islanders' struggling power play. It really has been uh, a problem. Meanwhile, do we expect Alexander Georgiev, who has owned the Islanders, to be the goalie, or do they stick with Igor Shosturkin? And then, of course, the Islanders, I assume they're going to go with Varlamov, but tough to, st- to say after the shutout uh, by Ilya Sorokin. Panarin, Artemi Panarin, remains the most dangerous player uh, on the Rangers roster, but Ryan Strom, the ex-Islander, second in scoring right now with uh, 44 points. Uh, Adam Fox, the defenseman, third in scoring, followed by Pavel Buchnevich. Uh, the Rangers on a four-game winning streak. Now, okay, all four of those wins came against the struggling New Jersey Devils team, but uh, certainly it's gotten the Rangers back into the playoff race. We take a quick look at the lineup. Mika Z- uh, Zibanejad centers the top line with K- uh, Chris Kreider and Pavel Buchnevich on either side of him. Ryan Strom is the second-line pivot with Panarin and Colin Blackwell as his wingers. The third line, Philip Cheadle centering Alex Lafreniere and Capo Caco, and Brent ha- uh, Brett Howden centers Kevin Rooney and Vitaly Kravstov on the fourth line. As far as the defense, Adam Fox, we talked about him, very dangerous. His partner, Ryan Lindgren, uh, Keandre Miller and Jacob Truba are the second pairing with Anthony Batetto and Brandon Smith, uh, Brendan Smith as the third pairing. Meanwhile, uh, the goalies, Georgiev and Shosturkin, be aware of the fact that the Rangers right now, third in the league in goals scored and third on the penalty kill. So the Islanders' power play going to have its work cut out for it. The Rangers' power play right in the middle of the league, 15th uh, right now. So let's see if the Islanders can keep the Rangers' power play in check. Should be a great game. It always is when the Islanders and Rangers get together. Don't forget, tomorrow we'll have a complete recap of this game, plus our weekly farm report. And don't forget, every Wednesday night, uh, we have our locker room uh, meeting on the locker room app to talk some Islanders hockey. That's at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, and we'll have more of that on Twitter uh, tomorrow. And we'll talk about it more on tomorrow's show. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.